This week's message, given by Linda Diffley at the Sakasana United Methodist Church, October 9th, 2022. The message is Revealing God's Grace, based on Psalm 121, 1 to 8, and 2 Timothy 1, 8 to 12. So good morning again, and will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So today's Lady Sunday, and as we know, Pastor Stephen normally starts with a joke. I am horrible at jokes. I did my research, I tried, but um, the jokes failed on me, they failed on my guinea pig husband, so it was like, we're not going there. So, we're going to do an interactive survey today, since you're the laity and I'm going to get you all involved. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to bring up a few simple questions, and if it's something that you believe in and you enjoy, you raise your hand. If it's something you really love and you really enjoy, you raise both hands. And I want to see arms in the air. I don't want to see little hands like this. This is Sunday morning. We need some energy in this church. Okay, so here's the first one. If you enjoy taking a walk outside, anywhere, raise your hand. Oh, this is great. I love this. Thank you. If you enjoy knitting or crocheting, I know now we're going to bring it down a little. <laughs> Raise your hand. All right, we got some good ones here, too. Okay, if you enjoy working outside, like in a flower bed or just doing stuff in your yard, raise your hand. Look at this. Take note, Ron. If you enjoy different types of food, and that means, oh look, I don't even have to give a clarifier. I like how some people are going this way, like bring it on. If you enjoy playing baseball, Jim, you better be raising your hands. If you enjoy reading a good book, okay, boy, we're doing good here. All right, here's another one. Now, this will be very interesting. If you enjoy spending time with children, especially other than your own, raise your hand. I love it. No, you can't do halfway. All are in, all or nothing. And here's the last one. If you enjoy a good cup of coffee or tea, raise your hand. Oh, look at that, just around 100%. Okay, so here's now the trick question. What do all of these questions have in common? Small groups, right, Karen? Karen, I give you a prize, but I don't have any, but thank you. Thank you. I'll owe you one. Okay, so as Karen said, the common thread is that all these activities that we just discussed are somewhere in this church, either in small group forums, committees, or just regular get-togethers. 
These are all opportunities to make a connection, especially outside the four walls of this sanctuary. There are opportunities to share God's grace with each other, and there are opportunities to find people that might need a little more of God's grace. Let me give you a very quick update on each of these items. We have a walking group that was meeting on Wednesday mornings around Horseshoe Lake. They're on a little bit of a, a hiatus till spring, but it was a way to get together and enjoy fellowship, and it was also spun off into other friendships and things that happened within this church. We also had Sandy Ergo set up some hikes. Sandy's a, our local expert, and she had set up some separate hikes throughout this area in some of the areas that are gorgeous and beautiful to hike through. As for knitting and crocheting, we have a group of ladies, but they would welcome a man, so let me make that clear, and they crochet and knit, and they make things for people in need. But they're also there, they have a fellowship, and they, they talk and they pray for the family's joys and sorrows in this church. They're always looking for anyone to join them. You don't have to knit or crochet, you can just sit there. And if you want to learn, they'll teach you. If you like planting flowers or just tending to them as they grow, our trustees and other volunteers can be found around this churchyard in our prayer garden, which is in the back of the church. If you've never seen it, you need to take a walk back um, to work on the flower beds and the grounds. I can personally attest that I've had some great conversations and have received and shared God's grace by pulling some healthy-sized weeds around this property with trustees and other volunteers. Okay, so here's the next one. It's a, it's a little bit of a teaser. If you enjoy eating foods, and I think that got the best response of all the hands, sign up for next weekend's annual international dinner. You don't need to be an expert chef to make an exotic dish to share. You can actually just show up, as there's normally more food than people. It's a wonderful opportunity for everybody to have fellowship, sharing their family backgrounds on food, culture, but also allowing people to experiment on eating different types of food. You will absolutely find God's grace in abundance at this dinner. While we weren't able to have a baseball team in the last few years due to COVID, we're hoping to get one going again. It's a wonderful time for those playing the game, but also that those that came to cheerlead the church team. Thankfully, God gives us a few people in this church family with the ability to be athletic, which helps us, especially for those of us that are better at really just sharing fellowship than playing the game. For those of you that enjoy reading a book, our Bible studies occur throughout the year on both chapters in the Bible and different books of faith. And they're some of the best opportunities to share and understand more about our faith. We're also finding God's grace in the discussions that we have on what we read. For those of you that like spending time with children, between our Sunday school program, our basic, our UMYF groups, as well as our confirmation classes that are every other year. There's many wonderful times to spend with the youth of this church. I will also tell you that I've personally been very, very blessed in this church with my own daughter growing up in this church. 
It allowed me to learn more about her friends, but also to meet and work with other parents. That's how I met Sarah Tenza. It also was a very good opportunity for my daughter and I to both be involved in Christian outreach after supporting many, many UMYF fundraising activities. I learned things like what a number 10 can of uh, tomato sauce was. I never knew they put numbers on cans, but I learned that. Simple little trivia. Fast forward to this past summer, I just finished my 16th year at Christian Outreach Project, and I absolutely find so much of God's grace with youth and adults that attended, not only from this church, but from other churches. And last but not least, by any stretch, we have a weekly fellowship and friendship hour between our services. In Fellowship Hall, we can share coffee, tea, along with a dessert or snack with other members of our church family. It's open to anyone and everyone, and it's a great place for parents who have youth in Sunday school to hang out and wait for them. It's also a very simple way to make a connection with some of your church family and also possibly somebody new in our church. So I just gave you eight examples of where we can make connections and share God's grace. Since it's Laity Sunday, it's also very important to understand that we are all the church laity and the body of this church in everything that we do and the connections we make with each other. We worship together both in person and online as part of our spiritual practices that hopefully give us a daily life with God. As part of that daily life as a Christian, we also want to lead a life that draws others into understand the wonderful part of God's grace. In today's scriptures from the New Testament, we read Paul's discussion to Timothy which is during a time that they're both in prison for their Christian faith. While Paul's been through a lot more trials and tribulations than Timothy, he still is encouraging Timothy to stay very close to his faith and continue to find those opportunities to share that grace and stay close to what Jesus wanted his disciples to do. Paul's message today is still timely and universal. We're called to stay close to each other. We're called to stay close to Jesus. And we're called to respond to God's grace by bringing new life into the world with our connections. And from the reading in the Psalms, it's another reminder that God's always with us. While we may know this personally, it's a message we need to share. It's a message of God's grace to those that might feel alone or lost believing that they're working through issues without anyone in their lives. It's why connections we make in our lives, especially within the lives of this church, as well as outside the church, in the community, and even the world, are so important if you're a Christian. It's not about what you know, but it's about who you've shared God's love with in some very simple ways. There was a, as I, I had, um, and I told a few people this as I was trying to write the sermon. I had writer's block on just how to draw the message back connection. And I was sitting watching the news Friday night with my husband on CBS. And there was this great, um, it was a great way to close out the news. And they talked about a, 
a young woman, 28-year-old cop, that was killed in the line of duty in Richmond, Indiana, and how it was very sad because she was close to getting married, she was very loved in the community, and sadly, she died during a routine um, traffic stop. She pulled over someone and she was shot. And she lay in the hospital bed and, and went to hospice and it was five weeks before she passed. It was devastating to the community. But what the community didn't know until after she had passed, um, there was a homeless man that came into the police station bearing an envelope. In the envelope was eight $1 bills. And they looked like $1 bills that had been crumpled up or kind of gone through the wash, you know, very beat up. With a simple piece of paper that said, from the people on the street. And it turns out that this cop used to go during her shift at least once a day and check on the homeless encamp encampment that was under the bridges in that city. So she would go and just check on them. Did they need anything? She would bring them food. She'd bring blankets. She did this all on her own. It wasn't something she was ordered to do as a cop. So when they found out that she'd been killed in the line of duty, and they knew she, her family had horrible medical expenses, they pulled together and gave $8. Now that $8 for that group of people would have been probably like us coming up with $8 million. It was just, they were giving, even though they really had, didn't have a lot to give, but they wanted to pay forward her grace. And the really good thing to come out of that is once that story hit the community, the community decided it was time to do something in her name, and they basically set up a drive of funds, food, clothing, and shelter options for that homeless family that's going on today. So even though her death was horrible from her death and from the work that she did, came now a new program in the city to hopefully help the homeless. It's a tragic but amazing story of God's grace and just where you might find it and how, how it can develop into something much bigger than what you ever imagined. I'd encourage you, um, if you go online to CBS, you can watch the piece. It's, it's great. It's absolutely great. And thankfully, it freed my writer's block today. So it was, it was very good. Personally, I also know my own life's blessing with being part of this church and the connections that I've made with the laity of this church. It's brought me to be involved in many different places outside this church. I mentioned COP, but Kumac City Relief, which was formerly New York City Relief, my current job with Family Promise in Morris County, they're all examples of where I found amazing connections and God's abundant grace. Thanks to that work, I have, I have just like I have a church family, I have a Kumac family, I have a COP family, I have a City Relief family, and the City Relief family is even more interesting because it's with people that have been homeless and are trying to now support others. So it's. It's just amazing to see how God's abundant grace works. My faith continues to grow thanks to those connections and relationships with this church, both inside and outside these sanctuary walls. I really hope 
that you have or find the time to share that same grace as you expand your connections and relationships in your lives. And going back to how I started it, just find an opportunity. There's so many opportunities within this church to make a connection. I referenced eight, but there's probably another 12. Um, it's, a, it's a wonderful opportunity to understand just how God works in this place. Before I close, though, I, I need to acknowledge the person that gives us the best example of sharing God's grace. We've been blessed for over five years now with having an amazing spiritual leader with Pastor Stephen, who works hard to understand, to help us understand the love and grace of God. Pastor Stephen, on behalf of this entire church family, thank you. Thank you for your... Thank you for the blessings that you've given to us. Thank you for everything that you do in your journeys with us. Your wife's not here, but I'm hoping I'll be able to thank her at the 11 o'clock service um, for the commitment she and your children have made, because we all know, as our minister, you spend a lot of time with evening meetings and supporting all of our personal journeys, both good and bad. Um, I will tell you, when my father passed last year, I told everybody it was during COVID, I said, please, and it was in Pennsylvania, you don't, I don't want anybody to come. There's too much risk. And I went through my father's service, and it wasn't until I got to the end, and here's Pastor Stephen in the back of the church. He drove two and a half hours to be at the service, and then turned around and came back. So... It's one example. I know there's countless others, so thank you. In closing, I'd like to share the lyrics of a hymn written by Charles Wesley, founder of the United Methodist Church, over 280 years ago, but still a perfect message for today. Help us to help each other, Lord, each other's cross to bear. Let all the friendly aid afford and feel each other's care. Help us to build up each other, our meager gifts improve, increase our faith, confirm our hope, and perfect us in love. Amen.